Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is the 12th of May. It is Relationship Wednesday. Wednesdays are no longer any Wednesday. And there's a reason for this show. And I know there's a reason for every show. But there's a a really big one behind this show. Why? Because Christ has a huge sense of humor. (laughs) Why? And, And I can't even wrap my mind around how we missed this one. Because how do we build a way out of conflict? We always think of like conflict resolution, learning how to wait, learning how to ask questions, learning how to do this, learning, you know, and and it's so daunting that we are like, we have to learn how to help ourselves help ourselves. And for the most part, Yeah, because we built in so many bad habits that by the time we're in a relationship and we face conflict, the first thing we want to do is shift blame, right? We start doing all this funny stuff because we're funny. We're people. And we try to avoid it first, right? That's the most common mistake we make is that once we realize, "Uh uh-oh, something just hit a road bump, something is wrong, We kind of don't say anything unless the other person says something and then, you know, eventually it becomes the elephant in the room. Or they do say something and then we become defensive or we overgeneralize like, hey, you know, that that wasn't a big deal and it probably was to the other person. Maybe you're overspending. Maybe you're, you know, not doing your share. You're not pulling your weight. Whatever is going on, it's usually those kinds of things, those little things. Or they're always right and you're always wrong. Or you're always right and they're always wrong. Or you're the psychoanalyzer and you're going to tell them why they're doing what they're doing. And you tell them you know them better than they know themselves. And, you know, all these, I want to say, old world thinking. Or you don't listen. Or you do point the finger. Or your whole point in an argument is literally just trying to win the argument. We've all been there. We've all kind of caught ourselves somewhere in there and then said, hey, wait a minute, this this isn't okay. This isn't balanced, right? Of course, I ask Christ and I say, 
and I've been for a couple of days now saying, what is it? We're missing something. How do we get out of these tough spots? Because a lot of times the way we deal with conflict is going to go two ways. It's going to make it better or it's going to make it really worse. Really worse to the point that it creates more conflict. Because now not only did you have the problem you had, but now you both know you don't have a way out when you do have a problem. So now you start to feel like the two of you are not successful together. It's an unconscious thing. It kind of gets buried back there. And you're like, wow, the two of us can't, you know, make our way out of a paper bag. Something's wrong. Maybe they're not the right person. They should be able to help me not be this person that behaves this way, becomes defensive, overgeneralizes, points the finger, wants to be right, starts to psychoanalyze, doesn't listen, wants to win. Because remember what Christ said, is fight for the relationship, not for yourself, because if you win, you've both lost, right? You've both lost. We've all felt that. And again, I asked. And I kept asking because every time I'd ask, I'd forget I asked and I'd get caught up doing something, taking care of someone, And I'd be like, oh, yeah, wait, I was thinking about how do we get out of conflict in relationships? And it was only one thing. One thing. And when you hear it, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. God, how easy was that? But the one thing that changes everything was humor. Humor. Saying to each other, "Uh uh-oh, we just hit a hard spot. Oh, my God, I hope you don't try to blame me right off the bat. I would love just to talk about it and be able to laugh at yourselves and how you behave when there's conflict. Now, I know there are some conflicts that are super serious. You know, when people are cheating or things like that is going on where it's actually hurtful to the family and to the relationship in a way that could be non-solvable. Maybe one of the two of you kind of went on and it's still there. That's a whole different issue because that's not just conflict resolution, but it's also, you know, exiting a relationship. But for the most part, the kind of conflicts we have, one of the most healing statements that we can say to each other is, wow, you have a point. You have a point. I'd be mad too. And I'm sorry. 
And you could laugh at yourself at how you've done that. Wow, I really thought that if I bought that, I would really be happy. And I'm not, and now we're fighting about it. Huh, how silly are we? There's something very important about lightening the moment. Because if the other person just knows that you know what just happened, half the problem is solved. One of the biggest issues in a conflict is when the other person doesn't admit or tries to justify something that they already know was not okay. But they don't want you to know that they know that that was not okay. So you point it out. You say, "Uh uh-oh, wait a minute. Are we going to say what happened or are we going to pretend it didn't and fight about how it didn't happen? Call yourselves out on your method. And humor isn't the ha, 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 maybe in a week you may laugh about it like hard. But in the meantime, start with that such a light level of humor at yourselves, at your methods, at why. I know, I know, I know, I know you hate being wrong. I'm not trying to say you're wrong. This just doesn't work. doesn't work for the relationship. If we keep spending money like this, We won't be able to do the things we both wanted to do unless you actually don't want to do them. And then we'll we'll talk about that because you know you when you don't get what you want. You feel like, you know, nothing is there to stimulate you. We got to make sure you, you get your fix. Because being positive brings more positive. And that's how. If every time something is wrong, the entire tone of the relationship tanks. How do you continue to recover from that? It's not about following steps like, okay, this is what we're going to do every time there's a problem, but we're going to call out our method because you're going to have problems. I don't care who you are. Things come up in relationships sometimes that blindside you, and sometimes that are just everyday things. And we just have to be able to say it. Just to say it, to make fun of it, to make fun of ourselves and how we deal with it. There's there's a guy I know that every time something goes wrong, he'll be like, okay, I'm going to be blamed. Maybe a new way that you do it, but I'm going to be blamed. So just blame me from the get-go. Then what does the other person do? Once they know, they're like, ah, with their finger in the ear. (laughs) What are they going to say? They're going to laugh about it somehow. They're going to lighten the moment somehow. Because they're going to go, well, you're right. I I actually was going to blame you. They're going to go ahead, blame me. I'll listen. Now you have permission to blame them. But calling ourselves out. Calling ourselves out. Time. I mean, Christ 
sense of humor is different than ours. He's not telling us jokes and and laughing uh, hysterically over things we do. It's the kind of humor that makes us see clearly why something works and why something else doesn't. I I remember so distinctively that day I was at a party and there was the man's son. The man who was having the party was like a columnist for, for Time Magazine for 30 years. He had just retired. We were all going to celebrate him and his family. And he had a son who was teaching English in Thailand. And that son came back home that day unexpectedly because he tried to take his own life in um, Thailand because girlfriend broke up with him. So there was this whole big thing about how he tried to kill himself, and now he was home, and everybody was all, the whole party got hijacked by him, by this, this son. So I get there, and I hear about all this when I'm there, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This guy tried to just kill himself, but he's over there just talking, like he's talking about someone else. And I thought, oh, I don't want to get sucked into this. I always get sucked into these things. I just want to be at a party. I just want to have a normal party. I think he's okay. So the whole night went and the whole night went and the whole night went. And at the end of it, I, for whatever reason, love doing dishes. And I'm in the kitchen helping everyone clean up. And this guy, his name is Dave, stood there, just was like in the kitchen on the side, and he was looking at me. And I'm like, oh, no. Someone told him. Someone told him. And I'm, I'm, you know, doing small talk and whatever and cleaning, just hoping to get home on time now because I saw this coming. And the topic came up. I can't remember how it opened up. And he asked me if he could talk to me. So while I was talking to him, I said, so I hear that you tried to take your own life. Oh, yes, I did. You know, the whole sympathy thing, the whole, that was there. And then the kind of humor Christ has is when I realized how poignant the information was that I was getting. Because I would have never said this, nor would I have thought it. I said, you know you could only do that once. You can't come back and change your mind. I realized what a permanent decision that was. It's a permanent decision. And when it's a permanent decision for a permanent issue, it's different than when it's a permanent decision for a temporary issue when you're only like 30 years old. He did not get mad when I said that. Did not see myself saying that, but I did. He asked me if he could hug me. I said, sure. 
And I I knew that this was going to be an all-nighter if I were to continue conversation. And I knew he needed to talk. So I said to him, is it okay if I come by tomorrow? And he said, I would love that. And I said, great, because I do have to get home. But that wasn't a ha-ha sense of humor, but it was a like, duh, here we are. And that's when I realized the lightness of being. Some of us will leave that way. And it may not look like what it looks like to us. But some of us are not meant to leave that way. It all goes back to your story and what you're doing and how you're doing it. So when you're in a relationship, you shouldn't live by different rules. By now you've figured out, for the most part, how to handle conflict in all other areas of your life. And then we get in a relationship and we brace ourselves. Like we're either going to be a good partner or a bad partner. We're going to be right or we're going to be wrong. And we, we like hold our breath, hoping nothing goes wrong as though, you know, we're going to be the only people on earth who have a relationship when nothing goes wrong. But there are real-life couples who have long-term relationships who can admit when they're mad, call themselves out on their method, and have that kind of very direct, poignant lightness of being where they've accepted themselves so much and so deeply that they know the other person what they want instead of being their punching bag. I know a lot of relationships of people who get in those relationships and then everything goes from good to bad and never comes back to good again. Controlling. Some of them there's abuses, physical and mental, or or one or the other. Well, you can't have physical without the mental, but you can't have the mental without the physical. But even if we go so far as a partner cheating, you can both say to each other, where did we go off the rails? Ask each other. We've gotten so used to the justified blame game. But I remember when my kids were little, and and my kids taught me more about being in a relationship than anything else did in my lifetime. Because I got to see the world from my parents' point of view, and I got to see it from their point of view, and I got to see it from my point of view. So it was like everything comes together. But what I found out is as we get older, we're still those kids. We were. Our body got bigger. We look like we know more, but we really don't. Unless we practice things that propel, that work with us instead of against us. 
And I realized the world from my kid's point of view is it's a safe place. I want to be happy. And all I care about is I want to go out and play. And mom, if you're baking something good, ah, yeah. And we all just want to be happy and we all just want to play. But somehow that goes away as we get older because we think we need to be adults, whatever that means. A lot of times they say, think like a kid. And we're like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. I'm going to think like a kid. Well, what does that mean? In the bigger picture, the kid doesn't care about yesterday. Because what are they going to do? Spend their day caring about yesterday? They want to go out and play. They want to see their friends. It's a new day. Let's do new things. And they don't worry about their future. I found out that to a kid, and and talk to any kid and you'll find this out too, they'll have future dates in their mind of when they're going to go to Disneyland or when they're going to go to the amusement park or when they're going to go see a movie, when the whole family's going to do this or when they're going to do that or when they're going on vacation. They'll remember that. They may not even remember the date, but they'll be like, oh, yeah, in a week or two. But they know those things. Those are things they look forward to. And if we didn't scare life out of them by you better get a good job and you better do this and you better get good grades and A lot of times they'll do it because they'll want to. When I was little, my parents didn't even speak English. Nobody looked at my report card and knew the difference between an A and a D. But I did. And as a kid, I didn't want to, you know, not know what was going on, so I tried. I tried better as I got older, but in the beginning, all I cared about was playing in class, and I always had a laughing partner. So when I ended up with people who didn't laugh, who couldn't laugh at themselves, who couldn't say, hey, you were right or wrong, they just they were always right, there was never a give and take, All of those people are in my past in terms of relationships. And I can say without any baggage in my brain, I don't want to hurt anyone or not, I love them still. I do. But I definitely don't want to live in that cloud And the thing is, in the beginning, they were so happy and easygoing. And I realized it's just because they didn't have enough information on me to use it against me. And once they did, once they did, they weren't fun. They were just always trying just to get what they wanted. They really didn't care about anything else. And if they got mad because I left a lot, well, what is that? I remember once I was younger and we were walking. We used to go for walks all the time and we would hold hands and 
one day I was just, I don't know, I was happy about something and I'm like jumping around and whatever I was doing next to this person and things were making me laugh and he rolled his eyes. Well, what's up? Why did you like turn my hand like that while we were walking? Were you trying to stop me from like playing? I shook his head and he's like, yeah. And I said, so we just walk and don't talk and don't do anything? Like, what? what is that? And he said, well, I'm just happy when we just walk. Holding hands, that's what's important to me. But it wasn't the only thing important to me. But all he cared about was what was important to him. And then I was supposed to conform and I thought, God, if I stay with this person for long term, like, oh, geez, I'd have to be like this weird quiet, like, oh, can't laugh in front of him, can't have fun in front of him, can't do this in front of him. And realize that he's not happy when I'm happy. He doesn't have to be happy when I'm happy, but at least don't take mine away. But I called it out. I said something. I didn't blame him. I just asked him. Because questions change everything. Instead of an accusation, ask a question. Instead of saying you did, say did you? Did you realize you've been coming home late from work? Did you realize we overspent this month? Were you aware that this was going on? Because people can answer questions. But when we are thrown to the wall with accusations, the natural thing we want to do is get out of that, that being glued to the wall and we want to get ourselves off the wall and we start becoming defensive. And we start fighting, fighting back. Because we are being fought, that energy, that fighting energy, that you did this, that big wagging finger pointing at you. is right there. That huge shame on you is sitting there waiting for you to partake in that shame. But we don't have to do it that way. We were taught through movies that breakups are bad and you should be upset and you need to get them back. Now I want to know who was ever in a better spot after doing all of that. You don't have to win. What are you winning? you got to ask yourself, I remember talking to someone. We were talking about a a prescription drug, and I thought it was a narcotic. And they're like, I don't think it's a narcotic. And I'm like, but it is a narcotic. It's, you know, they only give you so much every month, and, you know, we're going back and forth. So then I leave, and I look it up, and I find out it's not a narcotic, but it is a controlled substance. It's not highly addictive, but you don't want too much in your system. And I found out about 
the drug. So I went back and I go, hey, you were right. It's not a narcotic. It is a controlled substance, but it's not a narcotic. So what just happened? That was like the biggest non-conversation conversation you could have. We're just talking about a drug. No, it's not about them. It's not about me. But what happened when I did that? It let that person know that I didn't need to be right. I may have thought I was right, but I could come back and say, hey, you were right about that. No big deal. And then I laugh at myself and say, boy, I really thought I had that one. And you're able to give and take, bounce back and forth. That even when the worst thing happens, you at the very least understand why. Because you cared enough about yourself, about the relationship, and about the other person to let it be a lighter situation than we were taught they should be. There is that way out. Lightening the moment, using humor, calling ourselves out is like the magic of life. And if we can live there, we get to be in that feeling of no matter what happens, I got this. You guys have a great Wednesday. I can't believe the show's already over. I love you guys, and I will see you tomorrow on Dream Theme Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.